There is a problem for which every leader needs to be braced. It is the natural tendency of the follower to rebel against authority. Most people are a curious contradiction. They desire a dynamic leader to inspire them, and they will also be hostile towards a person who has any power over their destiny. So, when every idea you propose is shot down and the group seems to resist every effort to build them up, it may be no more than the natural instinct to curb a leader's power. It is the rebellion that children feel against their parents, that students feel against their teachers, and that all employees will at one time or another feel toward their bosses. The higher we rise, the more we will be subject to this combination of admiration and anger. One way, of course, to avoid any serious mutiny is to surround yourself with weak people and keep everything tightly within your control. But it is a hard way to live, and eventually, if the organization gets large enough, you will be forced to delegate. When you do that, A certain amount of conflict is certain to arise. Among other things, you will have people with talents that are more developed than yours, who know more about a given topic than you do, and to whom you must defer at times. The stronger these associates, the more certain they are to criticize you and to create sparks in your ranks. But such tension is not necessarily bad. And the best leaders are willing to invite these problems in order to have access to the strongest personnel. That is, they are not asking for carbon copies of themselves, but independent and creative thinkers who have minds of their own and who are strong enough to lead the people below them. The trouble with choosing yes men to work under you is that they, in turn, will never be capable of leading others. Your aim is to grow leaders who can do your job for you, enabling you to rise to other things. In the process, you may have to put up with some testiness.